Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, under 150811, time for you to use your voice. Open line talk, open, open, open to anything you want. G'day, Joey, you can lead us off. How are you doing today? Yeah, g'day, Dan. Uh, the way to rock things up, the CEO of uh, the Wellington certainly did that, mate. We're making that comment. Oh, well, um, Auckland can look after Auckland and, and Phoenix will be, look to be the rest, rest of New Zealand. You know, um, as an Aucklander, that, that's... Uh, that's a bit tough on us. I, I would have turned around and said, well, I hope both sides go really well and represent New Zealand really, really well, you know. So now he's got my back up a little bit, and um, I hope we kick their ass, to be honest. Uh, uh, you know. Oh, um, so you're a Phoenix fan, but you've already divorced them. You've already moved on. No, no, not a bit. No, I'd like to see the Phoenix do well, but um, I'm an Aucklander. I'm playing. And, 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 I'm playing, Joey. To make, yeah, I know. I know, mate. I know. But to make a comment like that, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you got now you are getting a bit of a rivalry, you know. And I just think, Dan, that if if anyone that's got anything to do with Auckland City and Central have got anything to do with this new Auckland franchise, they'll do well because Auckland City have done very, very well, as you know. They've gone overseas. Louis will know this. They've gone overseas and played in the club competitions over there, and uh, they run a very, very tight ship and very, very well, well run. It's what I can see. But, you know, for him to say, make that comment, well, yeah, he has rocked me up a little bit. And well, as I said, I hope we, uh, we go down there and play Wellington. When we play Wellington, um, we beat them. And I'll certainly be supporting Auckland without a doubt, mate. Without a doubt. Tribalism, mate. Isn't, isn't this what we need in sport? Tribalism is what we need in sport. Oh, and, you know, it's oh, fantastic. Yeah, of course, Dan. And that's what you, that's what you want. It's, it's you know what it's like. It's like the it's like the Auckland against Canterbury. You know, we were so good. You know, I'm old school because I, I was a young fellow growing up when Auckland had the shield and, and and we had that great run and everything. And Auckland, you know, were, were beating Canterbury. And now it's gone gone the other way around. Um, in the rugby, you know, and um, that's a rivalry like that. And if it's going to be rivalry uh, like this for the Wellington Phoenix against. Um, uh, Auckland, um, yeah, bring it on. I mean, I think it's great, and it's great for the, the football in New Zealand, and and um, also too, you know, I'm, I like to see the Phoenix do well. No two ways about it. But when they play Auckland, go Auckland, whatever they're called, <laughs> go smash them, mate, smash them, <laughs> smash them, bro. Absolutely hammer them. Good on you, Joey. Love jet energy, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks uh, so much for leading us off. 0800 150 811. I should have probably told Joey and all of you, um, 
uh, that we have another uh, prize pack to give away for our caller of the day, uh, valued at over 150 bucks. It is a balanced protein prize pack. Uh, thanks to Chemist Warehouse and their friends at Balance. Back with more of your calls on 0800 I made a rather pithy opening comment about the uh, Michael Maguire story, non-story. Where is it going? It's, it's, it's settled. It's not. In all seriousness, league fans, we're talking about six games. Six games across two teams. How do you feel about this one? I'm a bit agnostic. I don't really know how to feel. Like, the New South Wales are three jobs. The Kiwis play three tests. You know, International League doesn't take themselves seriously. Why should we? They have, a, they have an International Rugby League Player of the Year, the Golden Boot, you know, pinned up by league writers as the most prestigious ward going around. Really? It's just for th- th- games in International League. It's not that prestigious. Why? Because International League is not that prestigious. Why? Because inter- Rugby League teaches that, tells us that. So I, I, I'm confused as, I, I can. I guess I'm, what I'm saying is I can see both sides of the argument here. Is it that big a deal? Six games? Maybe I'm missing the point completely. If so, let me know. Please. 0800 150 Back after the break. And our number is 0800 Open line talk back if you want to raise the subject. I'm here for it. And we've got prize pack thanks to Kimmy's Warehouse and Balance to give away to our caller of the day. G'day, Paul. Welcome in. You want to uh, talk about the Maguire situation. Um, please explain to me how you're feeling. Love to know. <laughs> G'day. Morning, Daniel. Um, well, at first, I was, I, was, um, I was all for Maguire. I was pretty much, you know, very much on, on his camp in the sense that they're going well, and that, that, that good win over the Kangaroos was, was absolutely fantastic. Um, but after thinking about it and just listening to various, uh, not only ex-Kiwis, but other, other, other um, people who are league lovers, uh, I've, I've changed the other way, and there's two reasons why. Um, the first reason is um, the conflict of interest, being a New South Wales coach, his, his job, first and foremost, is to make sure that New South Wales win. Now, I'll give you a scenario. If, if there was a young Kiwi who moved over to Australia at the age of, say, 15, who's, who's in the system over there, and he's, and he's just about to make his NRL debut this year at age 18, he's an absolute potential superstar, uh, he, he, he is eligible for New Zealand. What does Michael Maguire do as a New South Wales coach? Um, does he talk to this kid and say, I want you to come and camp for New South Wales and experience the environment and be a New South Welshman, or does he keep his hands off? So there's a huge conflict there, Daniel, straight off the bat. How common are those circumstances? Like, and, and I'm not trying to be too glib here. Are, are we worried about the boogeyman under the bed when he's not there? Well, it only needs to be common once. If, if we're talking an outright superstar, and these people do come through the system, there are a lot of Kiwi kids over there um, that are coming through that, that put their hand up for New South Wales or Queensland. We, we, need, we need those kids to be first and foremost um, want to play for the Kiwi black and white jersey. And, you know, it, it might not be common, but it only, only needs to happen once, you know, and, and, and miss out on an amazing player. The other issue is um, the well, okay, Before for, you get on to the other right? issue, Paul, and I'm really interested to get, what if he just stays it out, out of it completely? And I don't know people who work for New South Wales Rugby League and New Zealand Rugby League deal with that. I'd, I'd say he'd be under pressure from New South Wales, um, you know, the governing body, to say, why, why aren't you talking to this kid, you know? This kid's coming, he's an absolute superstar. So he'll be under pressure there. Right. And I, I honestly can't see New South Wales 
uh, letting him do both. There is a conflict there. Yeah, it's a good no point. No doubt about it. Yeah. That's a very um, good point. And, and I, is, I hadn't really yeah, pondered yeah. on that long and hard. And you, you, you might... You know what? That might be the story end of right there. Uh, your, your second point, you wanted to raise about pathways, was it, Paul? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we've seen um, up-and-coming Kiwi coaches in the New Zealand system in the past miss out. You know, Richie Blackmore, um, we've, you know, we've, we've, we've seen them miss out, um, you know, on, on Kiwi appointments. Yes, we've had David, David Kidwell and Stephen Kearney. But uh, I think it's time that we, you know, we, we look to our own. And there are... There are guys like Nathan Kalis, um, you know, and there's obviously Stacey Jones. You know, when is it time that, that we, we say to these guys, you know, um, if you tick all the boxes, you know, we'll, we'll give you an opportunity. Um, I, I did hear Kempi talk about, you know, Maguire not, you know, maybe the, the players don't sort of, he won't invoke the sort of mana and, and so forth for the Kiwi jersey. Well, that was proven wrong in the last game. However, you know, I, I do think that a Kiwi coach who who is a Kiwi and a, a, a revered one like the likes of Stacey Jones, um, uh, you know, I, I, for, just for four or five tests a year, I, I, I think, you know, that, that, that's the way to go, you know. I, I'm all for, for that. Uh, Paul, do you know what I just want? I just want more International League. Um, <laughs> that's Absolutely. all I want, mate. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love International League. Three games does yeah, not satisfy me. Does not satisfy well, me, and I, I think, and you know, if there were more games, I don't know during the Origin period, which doesn't happen a lot, that that would also end this debate, right? You, you couldn't have both. Absolutely, I, I watch any international league. I watch Papua New Guinea play because of Cook Islands. Any international league when they start off with their various huckers and the passion is just absolutely amazing. I think we are going to see more international league. Um, you know, going forward, but I, I, I'm with you 100%. I mean, that Kiwis win was amazing. Wouldn't it have been great to have a third one, you know, to really, really, I mean, it would have just been a huge game, you know, one, one apiece going into a decider, but not to be. But um, yeah, absolutely, international league. I, I put it, I mean, I'm a Warriors diehard. I've been a member for many, many years. I love my Warriors. But if I had to give up my Warriors membership, mate, for an international game or a jersey, that, that's where it's at for me, mate. Good on you, Paul. Appreciate it. Go enjoy your weekend. Thanks, no, it's thanks, Thursday. Thank you. Go enjoy your Thursday. Uh, 0800 uh, Every call into the draw. They're two passionate ones. Joey, yeah. I support the Phoenix, but until they play Auckland, where they get thrashed across the face. And Paul, you know, proud league uh, fan there. Um, Jamie writes, what happens if the Kiwis want to play a test while Origin is on? It's not possible. You're right, Jamie. You're right. But again, that's sort of what-ifs, isn't it? I remember one a couple of years ago during Origin period, but I don't think historically there's been many during that Origin period. And that, but if you're NZRL and you want to fill it at that time of the year with uh, with internationals, if, if, if that's possible, um, that w- that would end the debate. Um, how do you how do you feel about it, Louis? Because we are essentially talking about six games. And this um, has dragged and dragged and dragged this the story. Like, why haven't New South Wales announced him? I think it's all a bit untidy, to be honest. I don't love the dragging. idea. No, nah, I'm, I'm talking about the actual implication of him coaching both teams. I mean, yes, it's both untidy, the way that it's kind of... And, and then the, the Burgess story last night, he's a very, very, very good journalist, sports journalist, and crosses his T's and dots his eyes. That disappearing from the web this morning is very strange. Um... 
So that's untidy, but that's not. We don't know the details there. Burge is a great journo, but the, I, I think it is a bit oh, untidy no in in general. Like, but but then as you point out, international rugby league is a, it's ninety percent a mess, ten percent beautiful. So it's kind of like it's just it's symptomatic of this weird world of rugby league where NRL is the NRL and it's a beast, but NRL is not even the pinnacle because state of origin is the pinnacle. But yet international rugby league, as you point out, the golden boot is we kind of do this facade at the end of every year that the international rugby league means so much, but yet the proof is in the pudding. And if we actually got people to rank where international rugby league sits, I think um, our last call of their pool was, would be in the minority that he would trade his NRL membership for his country. I'd trade a couple of rounds, 24 games, in a 17-team competition. Do the math. It doesn't make much sense anyway. Um, 20, yeah, 27 rounds with buys. I, I, I could easily forego a few rounds of the NRL to give them give me more internationally. But you know what? What I what I think does not matter. I'm not a broadcaster. I'm not signing the checks. I'm not running the game. I'm not mm. trying to maximise coin as every sporting organisation seems to prioritise these days. And you know what? The NRL is working pretty darn well. <laughs> Isn't it? It's, oh, it's, it's an amazing... really, really well. It's an amazing it's product. An am- amazing product. Just on the other topic, uh, the Phoenix. Now, here's here's an interesting case because Joey says, yeah, I'm a part. I'm an Aucklander, so I'm going to support the Auckland team. I'm a part-time Phoenix fan. What about people like me? I've been a Phoenix fan by default my whole life. Well, since uh, in their inception, because you support the only New Zealand team. But I actually have no connection to the Phoenix. I've been to a handful of games in my life. Now that there are two New Zealand teams to support, what am I going to do? Am I just going to bandwagon the one that's going better? Am I going to go behind the more charismatic coach? Am I going to go behind the more charismatic talisman? Am I going to Am I going to fall in love with the team that plays the better brand of footy? That's what I'd be worried about at David Dome. It's easy for him to say that they're New Zealand's team, but you're actually not. And I'm up for... Well, they, have, up, been, they have been up until now, and now there's a legitimate option. But as we talked about on the show yesterday, it's the psychology of fandom. What do you, what do, you do? What do you do? It's... It's really fascinating. You've supported a team um, in absentia because they're in another city. Um, you know what? If they come down and play in Christchurch a couple of games, you, 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 that might be enough for you, Louis, and that's fair enough. Who am I to say how uh, for you to choose your fandom in the way you want? Um, I've always believed you, you, you have a team, you stick with it. That's what I've, that's what I've always done. That's what I will preach to my kids. Um, but they're my kids. You're not my kids. Uh, six and a half away from ten. Back after the break.